There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, long time no see everybody. Well, more like long time no talk. Yeah, right? It, it's kind of weird. It's been a while. Yeah, well, we've had kind of a busy week, right? Week. Yeah, Month. two weeks. Yeah. You know, forever, but... Well, we... I, was, I was sick last you... time we were doing the podcast, and then we've had, I don't know, just a lot of crazy stuff going on. For instance, our treasure hunt. Yeah, always something going on with a treasure hunt. Well, we crafted a treasure hunt. Yes, that one as well. For our friend Mike mm-hmm. and Christy over on the Calazars vlog on YouTube. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. We hit a treasure in Astoria, Oregon, and we put out a bunch of clues to its whereabouts. And somebody ended up finding it last weekend, and that was just really exciting. That was super exciting. Yeah, that was a real blast. I know we've mentioned... The Calazar's YouTube channel in the Mm -hmm. past, which is where the clues were released on there. And then, of course, on Facebook on the Grand Adventure. Yeah, and he provided the prize, too. Yes. But, man, that was a blast writing it. Oh, yeah, it was fun. We The theme was the Goonies, and Deidre came up with that, and good job. That was awesome. Thank you. It was perfect. Yeah, I should... We should make sure I get credit for coming up with the theme because it was pretty rad. Yeah, well, who doesn't like the Goonies, right? I I don't know. I what are the Goonies known for? Going to find treasure? Duh. Duh, right? So Duh. it was killer. It, it was about an adventure, right? Yeah, like, I mean, we don't usually like to pat ourselves on the back too much, but it was really good, you guys. It was really good. So if you guys end up wanting to see the solution, how the clues worked out, where it got you to... Yeah, we're happy to share that if you didn't get an opportunity to participate in it. Hopefully, we'll get to do some more treasure hunts in the future. Yeah, maybe I'll just post that into our Facebook group, just uh, a random post that is about that treasure hunt that has all of our solutions in it. And it'll have the clues, too, but the solutions will be right there. Some um, Actually, a friend of ours, Kristen, sent or pushed uh, a friend of ours, Kristen, had shared those clues to our Facebook page and that was really funny. <laughs> that was really funny. And so then I in turn shared them to our main page. And uh yeah, I don't know. It was just it was it was funny to see them pop up there. Yeah, nobody knew we had written it until after it was found. So that was kind of fun too. So when people are realizing where it's at and that it's not far from us like, hey, you should go boots on the ground. Go try to find this. Like, yeah, people are asking oh, us yeah, to help them go find it. Oh, yeah, never heard of it. it. <laughs> yeah, you know, have funny. to play it off. But besides yep. that. Besides that, we've had, a, uh, you know, an episode of Oak Island. Mm-hmm. We've had a Maddie Blake special about Oak Island. A drilling down. Yes. And, oh, another thing that we just love that just started was The Amazing Race. Woo, woo. Yes, and like to get ready for the Amazing Race, Deidre and I have kind of been binge watching a couple of the older seasons. <laughs> yes, and it's just one of our favorite shows. It's a real Bobby Dazzler, if you will. Yeah, well, we were even like toying with the idea of starting a podcast about the Amazing Race, and mm-hmm. then it just never happened. We've just been too busy. Maybe next season, 
Yeah, but that'd be it, great. It just depends on how things are because we might even be more busy. Who knows? Yep, because we also have a couple podcasts up our sleeve. We're hoping to launch mm-hmm. that aren't Oak Island. Yes, related. that are not Oak Island related. That are not amazing race related, but still going to be a fun time. Yeah, so be on the lookout for more from us. But we're not going to stop with the Oak Island or the Curse of Civil War Gold, right? Mm -hmm. We have talked about whether or not we're going to talk about the Curse of Civil War Gold. I think we're leaning towards it. We're leaning towards it. Maybe Um, maybe the listeners should weigh in on that. And if they want to hear more from us, you know, as Oak Island, the season ends, Mm -hmm. you know, we can maybe talk about the Curse of Civil War Gold. And we are going to do some special just one-offs about Oak Island between the now and then when the next season starts. I guess that probably won't be until next November, right? Yeah, I would think so. I like to think of it as, could it be Oak Island podcast off-topic, off-season, (laughs) off-topic? You know, maybe we got some But it will be on-topic. No, because Civil War is kind of off-topic. I guess the curses are very different from each other. (laughs) Well, it's got the same Laginas. Well, it's got, well, at least <laughs> two. A couple yeah, of the Laginas. Alex is joining that crew, it looks like. Oh, yeah. And Gary's out there doing some gold dancing. It looks like they actually, this season, really have a lot going on. I think we need to binge watch that first season. I know yeah, it was refresh short. Refresh ourselves. Yeah, it was only like six or seven episodes, I think. Yes. And I don't know how many episodes they have greenlit for this next one. Well, I wouldn't put it past them to do a lot because they, you know, a lot of people complain about how much Oak Island recaps and recaps. This will probably be a similar thing, but it's kind of good to get a little bit of a refresher, especially when people aren't as into the Curse of Civil War Gold. You know, there's I think there's going to be a bigger audience this next season for it. So it's good to have some recaps. I think there will be, but what I think think in my opinion what they're seeing is with for example the curse of oak island having so many episodes Mm -hmm. people including the team is it just me they seem really tired yeah especially i think the one that looked the most tired is craig oh man i my heart went out to him yeah he looked like he was like guys guys let's just be done for the year please and that's a lot rick's like well i don't agree with that (laughs) rick uh, you know me i'm not a quitter and i even have in my notes here where craig and marty both are like yeah i know i wish you would just quit (laughs) we are tired well i don't think craig's a quitter either well i don't think craig's a quitter and i don't think he meant to like i'm not a quitter you guys are quitters (laughs) it's more of well we're here but i think you could tell with everybody they're just really tired or else we wouldn't keep hearing as long as everybody else is on board yeah, that's true. They've been real, really pushing it this year. So much stuff. Oh, man. I'm so happy they finally got to the swamp. The swamp. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll we'll get to that. But, yeah, it's been quite the year. Yes, it has. And it's quickly coming to an end. We only have one more episode. As we mentioned in the post from earlier this week, we are going to do episode 21, Seismic Matters, mm-hmm. today. And we are going to also talk about the one that aired last last night. Yeah. 
Tuesday, mm-hmm. the Maddie Blake special, yes. Secret Weapons With of Oak Island. That, exactly, and try to get those together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, uh, for, for season six, this episode was the penultimate episode. Yes, the penultimate, <laughs> whatever that means. Oh, you know what it means. The second to last. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. I feel like I need to get the thesaurus out because it just does not an everyday word I use. I'm so I hear sorry. It all the time. That is so weird. How many I things talk, do you binge watch? I talk to and listen to a lot of intellectual people, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, mm, mm, You can laugh. I am laughing <laughs> because I'm really. I mean, I I know some intellectual people do, do that I, you know. Do I talk to you? Oh yes. What would you call? Consider yourself. But I don't use that <laughs> word. Okay, that's fine. And I'm highly intellectual. Did you use like the words Bobby Dazzler oh, before this season? Yes. Oak Island. Oh, and I don't think you did. Okay, I mean before last season. I guess they that's when it had made its debut on the show. No. Would you consider Gary an intellectual? Well, of course, he's yeah. at the peak of his craft. Oh, boom. He boom. sure is. That's exactly what Marty said about him. I know. I have that in my notes, too. Me, me, me. Yeah. Well, anyway, you want to just start talking about this penultimate episode? I guess we should go ahead and talk about this penultimate episode. But okay. how, how are we going to do this? Do you want to just wrap in the secret weapon episode with this or do you want to keep them separate well when we talk about gary why don't we chat you know like whatever gary's up to this in that episode we could talk about kind of what they talked about on the uh secret weapon episode about gary same with whenever paul pops up doug charles I Could don't think Tony Sampson was on the regular episode no. was he no. we we are gonna have to spend some time on that guy well, do you just want to do that right off the yeah, bat? Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about Tony, where and he meets up with Maddie. Yes, out at the swamp. Yes, he's done some diving. Yeah, it's shown. So okay, it was like an accident that he joined the team. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was really. What was he saying that Marty and was it Marty and Alex were having some troubles with their diving equipment that came to Tony to get some help, get some stuff figured out. And they just kind of happened to meet him mm-hmm. that way. And so he's been on the team ever since, basically. Yeah. They, so later they like give him a call and season here one. they are. Yep. And so good on that's them. Kind of crazy. Good on Tony for being there for him. Exactly. Man, that guy's got quite, you know, a nice grit in his history there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, in the military. Yes. And in well, New Zealand. And then he was a detective. For what, 10 years? Something like that, yeah. Before he went ahead and just kind of dove straight into... Diving? Diving. <laughs> yeah, Marty oh. called him a dive master. I, I feel like that's actually a term, though. <laughs> like, that's actually a thing mm-hmm. that you could be dubbed. Well, you know what was funny? When he was he was describing working in the swamp as, like, <laughs> reading Braille. <laughs> You know? Yes, I thought that was actually a great way to put it. Yeah, because like 
the zero visibility, right? Exactly. So he just has to go down, hope for the best. Hope he doesn't touch anything sharp, I guess, right? Yep. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily, he's only a foot under, or, you know, like two feet, three feet underwater or whatever it was. Yeah, but he's pulling out whole tree trunks <laughs> and what was it, like an oak stump that came out of there? And later yep, they planking. find planking and... From a possible ship. <laughs> And then we see Rick and Marty in like the little little Dingy raft, yeah. and Marty's just directing. Um, who is he sending off? Jack. Jack. Yeah. Go, you go explore that over there, and you go <laughs> do that. He's like, "Ew, I'm in the gross, stinky swamp." Yeah, yeah. I feel you, Marty. It 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 must be unpleasant, but it you know what? He wants answers, so he's gonna he deal does. with the swamp, isn't he? He he is. Yeah. Well, it. Tony reinforced his belief that he thought that the swamp was two different islands and I thought that interesting brought together, you know, and he is a master diver, right? And he is very familiar with water and I'm sure shores, shorelines. And I I, I wouldn't turn my nose up at his opinion. Oh, no. I know know there's a lot of people that really don't like the idea of the swamp being man-made. I don't, but at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of evidence in this last year, two years, that could potentially say it may have been divided. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as large of a divide as we've seen in the images. Maybe it's like a very small canal that was between the two. Who knows? I think that'd be a channel. Channel, <laughs> canal. Same thing, right? Yes, you knew what I meant, okay? I know. Me as an intellectual. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're really smart. Depends on the day. No, um, you're really smart. But it is late in the day, so <laughs> mama's brain's tired. That's all good. It's all good. Good it's in the good. hood. Yeah, so maybe we should really start talking about the episode now. We got the uh, most of the Tony stuff out of the way. I think Tony does something with... with uh, Gary later on in that episode, but maybe we could touch on that when we get to Gary later. Yeah, absolutely. All right, where do we want to start? You want to well, go? Everybody's still on strike, right? And yes. so they say, I guess we need to go work in this or go work in the uh, the Smith's Cove some more. They're going to work in Smith's Cove. We've already touched on the fact that everybody's tired. They have a conference saying, What are we going to do? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I believe that Craig even said something along the lines of, uh, after we finish Smith's Cove, maybe we should just call it a year, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, he's just, he's, a, he's a tired guy. I don't blame he's him. He's been through a lot in the past few years. And it's been a long, been a long summer year. slash. Yeah. They're usually not working this late, unless it was like season one where they were out there in the snow. <laughs> but they wised up and, you know, we're working during... The nicer weather. Yeah. But also, I, I'm pretty sure Rick said he was there until mid-November last year himself, but he was probably just... He was just hanging out. Yeah. He was probably <laughs> at Fred Nolan's house. He's not afraid to stay the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rick told them, hey, we can't beat Father Time. We can't. Mm-hmm. And that's it's the inevitable. Yeah. One other thing that was funny about that little scene is Marty quoted Winston Churchill again, but without Gary yes. around. What I feel like he must be a fan of the Churchill. Yeah. 
Guaranteed. Or he always has a church. I. My question is, does he always have a Churchill quote on hand? Is that something we've missed in the past? Uh, I've only noticed two, but they've been almost back to back. Exactly. So. <laughs> That's my point. Maybe he's, maybe he's got his pocketbook of Churchill quotes. Hey, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know what else was funny? Because then they did talk about, hey, let's do something with the swamp, right? Mm-hmm. And they basically said, like, let's do seismic testing out there. And then Marty asks if they already have the permits for it. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, yeah, we do. Well, if they already had the permits, why is Craig saying, well, let's just finish Smith's Cove and go home? <laughs> because they had the permits. I mean, you can go ahead and get permits and just wait. You know, they're good for a certain period oh, of yeah, time. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And say, okay, this is on the list of that stuff that we are thinking we want to do. If we run out of time. Yeah. Then we run out of time. But at least we had our permits and that won't be holding us up. Makes sense. I just, but I wasn't thinking about it that deeply. I was I surprised that, I don't know, we started off with seismic, right? And mm-hmm. everybody was so excited and we were going to get a real glimpse into the money pit. Awesome. Wow. We could do an X marks the spot. All this stuff. And I was so excited. And then, you know, we've had some letdown up in the uh, mega bin or money bin or mega swamp, whatever it was, and that may have actually been a latrine. (laughs) And my thought was, man, I thought at that point we had tossed out seismic. We weren't seeing Eagle Canada again. And lo and behold, we say that seismic must work in the swamp if it didn't work in the money pit. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that that would be my first thing. Well, they're looking for something different in the swamp. They're not looking as deep. I think yeah. they said between, what, 15 feet and 85 feet? Is yeah, that right? They were much smaller charges, too. Yeah, well, I think that's because they're not looking for the money pit there. They are looking for anything else that might be hiding under there. Mm-hmm. Like, they're looking for a possible ship. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a possible backdoor tunnels or whatever mm-hmm. you know so and we know yeah. they drain the swamp but there's still going to be a very heavy water concentration through there so i'm very curious to see how that affects those results and how that shows yeah well very, very curious about that yeah i'm 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 excited about them doing the swamp i, I wish we got more than two episodes of it well, they were blowing up a lot of the swamp. Blow yeah. it up. Yeah, it was funny. I think the first like two episodes this season, it was like, okay, what are we going to do this year? Oh, okay, we're going to do these seismic charges. Okay, and then in the second episode, I like that was the first episode. For second episode, we have Eagle Canada coming and explaining the process, uh, placing the charges, detonating them. And then the third episode was something like, oh, let's continue detonating. <laughs> you no, know? you're right. You know, they, it was really spread out. And now this episode, it's like, you know, I mean, there's no time left as there as it is, but we got let's let's shut off all the charges, you know, and it's like, and it's, there's more charges. Yeah, and they they didn't even show the draining of the swamp, you know, like no. usually that's something they would show. It was just it was editing magic. Yeah, like know, hey, do you know who drained the swamp? The Loch Ness monster. <laughs> no, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Billy in the swamp. Yeah, they're Billy talking about him. Uh, when Gary and Marty were looking through some of the spoils from the swamp that were, I think, Lot 27, mm-hmm. 
they they placed him on lot 27 uh gary had noted or told was telling marty that he uh that billy had noted when he was setting up the pumps that this area looked a little disturbed yes and you know what i'm just thinking now mm-hmm. all right so billy helped them with the pumping the water through for the dye test. He sure did. He's killing it over there at Smith's Cove. He's yes. on, even got his own wall. Yes. Okay. He's moving dirt from the crane pad, right? So yes. he's moving someone else's dirt. He's draining the swamp. This guy is straight up the Swiss army knife of employees slash workers. He has to be Marty's favorite. <laughs> Well, he's always there. He never stops. And what? Right? Are, what are? What are? What's Marty's number one requirement? Uh, get back to work. Or what's number one saying? Yeah, get back to work. Let's get back to work. Well, only he, he doesn't only, stop. He, he that's only why has he's to, not in the war room. Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say that's the reason we've only seen him in the war room like once or twice. You know, it's because he he's not he doesn't have to be there. Ugh. He's already got he's got something going on. I'm so impressed with that. I am a little upset that he doesn't get to be in the war room a little bit more but i feel like he may have no desire to do that yeah well you know what i think i think season five gary drayton was the mvp of oak island mm-hmm. i think season six has a different mvp oh yes and i sure hope you mean sir billy of gerhardt <laughs> that is the man okay yeah the I, man billy. the man swiss yeah. army knife we'll have to see maybe something crazy will happen in the last episode and he might lose his mvp no he'll probably get kinged or like dubbed the <laughs> he's, king he's gonna of, find a scepter he is actually <laughs> the knight's templar like he's the one actually <laughs> heading this up he's haven't like seen, a secret haven't you seen somebody made some kind of image of him wearing a knight's templar uniform i feel like i have <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's amazing. He is my hero. Someone else discovered it before you. Sorry. They made it up. I discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm way off track again. But hey, at least I'm still talking about Oak Island. Oh, yeah. No. Well, I guess we just continue. Let's finish talking about the swamp since we're here, right? <laughs> the dreaded fester swamp. <laughs> Marty has some real passionate feelings against it. Yeah. He, he was not pleased about the prospect he doesn't want to get in it as long as he's fine doing it if it's the spoils being brought to lot 27 yes but not he doesn't want to be in it he does not want to be like it feels like this is his worst nightmare and the only reason that we haven't spent spent more time in the swamp because he didn't want to fund it because he's like oh let's just find it without the swamp please i feel like what he should have done, throw some money at it and be like, sorry, I'm out of town for work mm-hmm. at that time. And just, just have, let Rick head it up. Oh, I was going to say, just let Billy do it. Yeah, Billy, <laughs> Billy, Rick, you got this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Mm. Regardless, we're in there. Maybe the uh, swamp has some answers, huh? I hope so. That'd be killer. It at least had a button and a coin. Yes. Or a token. Yet yes. to be determined. Well, they they were explaining that the coin that they may have found could have been like a coin where the colonial Americans that were still under British rule mm-hmm. punched out the face of uh, who was that King George? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. Whoever the whoever the monarch was at the time. Yeah, they would punch out his face, and you know, and it'd still be currency. Yep, it's defaced, but meh, meh. So it could have been that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it looked pretty deteriorated, though. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's ways to figure out what it's made of and 
tested against other things that have yeah. been found. But I have no doubt that'll bad. happen. Looks pretty rough. <laughs> yes, yes, it look it looks pretty rough. It did come out of the swamp, so yeah. I can't imagine it's in tip top shape. Yeah, well, the button looked a little better. You could tell it's a button too. You could see like where the little hoop would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the 1,700 button and possibly 1,600 coin. That's not a bad day. But you, <laughs> not a bad day at all. But you know what was funny? I don't remember which part of the episode it was. I, I can't find it in my notes right now, but it might have been right after this. But maybe it was in the episode last night. I don't remember. Anyway, they were talking, like, it was like a Robert Clotworthy voiceover. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, although coins are commonly found on Oak Island. I'm thinking to myself, what? I remember you commonly laughing. Commonly found? And it shows six like I, coins. Yeah, on I, the I mean, screen. okay, there's been a handful. There's you know? been more buttons, I think. I don't think it's like a common occurrence yet. I would love maybe, it to be a common occurrence. Maybe we just we don't know. Well, you know what's also funny? What's that? Is Gary Drayton used to think that metal detecting was cheating. <laughs> Are we going to talk about him real quick? I'm sorry, it just made me laugh because he talked about you know he's finding coins and he used to think that finding coins with a metal detector was cheating. <laughs> That's really funny. It's true, I guess. That was the real gem of the episode. What? The pictures of Gary Drayton? Oh, man. Did you like those? I'd even reckon... When you showed me that picture of him and I hadn't seen it yet... Yeah. Because it came out before us West Coasters got to see it, I was like, I don't know. I feel like I know who that guy is. Should I? The one with Gary and his flowing locks. Yeah, and I said, it's your favorite metal detecting expert. Yeah, I, I lost it. I was like, no way. Man, I wish I would have filmed you. Like, we press record on my camera so that I can see, so I could show you your reaction when you realize wow. it was Gary. Wow. Yeah. He did have some nice flowing hair, huh? He did. He had quite the, quite the flowing locks and all kinds of stuff. Hey, the bald looks good too, though, Gary. It does. I just good. didn't recognize him. Yeah. Caught me off guard. I didn't know what I should <laughs> be looking for. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then, so, yeah, he thought that metal detecting was cheating because he'd just go out and find coins on his own. Cause, and then, because he, he figured out what to look for. Mm-hmm. And, and how to read the land, yeah. if you will. Makes yeah. total sense. That's really cool. Yes. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, so that that's probably why you, you get him, like, he'll... He's doing his metal detecting, and he hears a signal, and he's like, meh. He, yes. doesn't, he doesn't need to check that because he knows what it is. He knows it's not exciting. At the peak of his craft. The peak. Oh, so when are you going to learn how to read the land and go find us coins? Mm-hmm. Keep waiting. <laughs> not going to happen. Come on. I need you to just walk around go find some money. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd rather just study the treasure hunts we're working on. <laughs> Fine. To me, that's more fun. Ah. I, I, you know, I almost bought you a metal detector a few weeks ago. Well, I don't think I'd earn um, enough back to make that worth it. You never know. But we do live on the West Coast, and it's not as lucrative over here, I don't think. Whatever. I could still find all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, then maybe you, I should get it. Not right now. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we should One work on the days. magnet fishing yeah. goal. Yeah. First. That, that would be a good idea. Yeah. But I kind of want a metal detector, too, now. Look oh, what you've done. Oh, look at done. that. Boom. So it was pretty cool when Maddie was talking to Gary about his the fi- like the best finds of his career. Yes. And they talked about the best find of his career, or the best find non-Oak Island. Correct. And that was? The Spanish treasure ring. 
Wasn't that thing incredible? That was I've seen insane. Ma- I, I've seen many pictures of it over the years. And he said it was not a top pocket find. No. That was a safe deposit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Trip. yeah. Well, it's like worth over like a half a million dollars, right? Yeah. That's a good find. That's a really good find. It still looks amazing, too. That just blew my mind with So was it like links? embedded like in the sand, like really deep where it wouldn't get... I pushed around or i don't know how that would work i it got washed up on well it'd been in the in the water or the sand for like 200 some years oh, we're talking inca gold here yeah that's or, insane almost, almost 300 years yeah whoa that make your like mind blown yeah kind of my mind's a little blown yeah so the gold was like it's like more than 22 carat too i think and it was nine almost flawless emeralds, and it's, yeah, it's a beauty. It's a butte. <laughs> She's a butte. Yeah. Yep. So, but then Marty, or not Barney, Maddie brings it back to Oak Island with Gary, and he's like, well, what was your best find on Oak Island? And, of course, it had to have been Drayton's cross, right? Yeah, the medieval cross. He, he said he knew at that point this was a medieval cross, and there was something really special there and you couldn't tell when you anytime you hit that replay and see the excitement over it woo 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 oh yeah there's no forgetting it yeah well he considers that his most important find of all time even mm-hmm. more than the that ring yeah could potentially change history sure could i hope they can prove it one day yeah, I, they've done a lot of testing. Well, that's not just testing, but other evidence, you know, deep underground in Oak Island, hopefully. Or in the swamp. Or in the swamp or in Smith's Cove. Speaking of. Yep. So the swamp, we see the we get this flashback of some other metal detectorist, detectorist? a long time ago. It's just, me- it's just metal detectorist. No, it's a detectorist now. <laughs> I'm making up words and I'm keeping them. They're all mine. They're all yours, okay. Yes, you don't have to use them. Anyway, said metal detectorist, where'd he go? I think that's the real mystery. I feel like he must have got kicked off the island or something. He got replaced by? Gary, Gary like many years later. I hope we don't find him in the swamp (laughs) because we never saw him again. (laughs) I'm like, uh uh-oh. Maybe we did. I just don't remember that far back. We we probably need to rewatch some of those episodes from back in the day. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, when did we have... Well, okay. Sure. But I... I, Gary, he's the man. He is the man. Okay, what else? Do we have anything else in the swamp besides the fact that we're blowing it up? Um, I thought in my notes I had that guy's name written down and I can't find it. The metal detectorist? Yes. <laughs> well, I wrote his name. Steve. Oh, see, you got it. See, Steve Zaz. Yeah, he, he had a crazy last name. Oh, I, I found it. Steve Z. Yo. Zazulik. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he found a large non-ferrous signal indicating possible gold or silver. That's what Robert Clotworthy told me. And then, but when Tony went diving and Jack, it just disappeared. Poof. Poof. Gone. Hmm. Maybe he came back and took it. Yeah. Well, they were talking about, because that, that was at that corner of the swamp that that other, the new theorists that came in wanted to look at because of the star map mm-hmm. thing, right? A star map? Another one? <laughs> yeah. 
You want to talk about it? Sure, we can do that. So we hop over to the war room. We get another theorist. Yeah, Chris Dona. He's there with Dan Hensky, Doug, Craig, Paul, and Rick chatting about the swamp. Team's there. They're chatting about the swamp. We hear more about the as above, so below. Yep, and connecting, I guess, the heavens to the earth, right? Exactly. He talks about the different pillars of the Freemasons, how Leo is involved, how Ares is involved, all these different ones. We have a different constellation that lays over the swamp. Yeah, seems like uh, you can put any constellation on anything, though, doesn't it? It does. Um, but I admire his effort, and he did give me and, I guess, the guys there something to really think about. I have no doubt that it is highly possible that something with a constellation could potentially factor in factor into all of this just because we're thinking of the time period. Yeah. That well, was a thing. Well, even back before that, you know, the the pyramids, mm-hmm. the main pyramids are lined up in, you know, a row. Yeah. To some to stars, and so is like Stonehenge, right? Yeah, it, and that's how they navigate. Man, can you imagine getting in your ship mm-hmm. and you have to navigate the seas by the stars? Yeah, uh, that's we, tough. This is no GPS, man. Yeah, but it was easy for them because it's, it's what they had. Okay, it's not. I highly doubt it was easy. Mm-hmm. I'm using my air quotes here. Easy. It was a learned. Craft for a master sailor of the time for a master sailor at the time, but that is still who that feels awfully brave. Imagine being some of the first people to sail over from uh, Europe. No, not knowing what you're going to hit. Yeah, no, that's that's intense. If it was Columbus, then Columbus. But if it was like um, before Leif Erikson Vikings, or maybe it was the Templars, right? Before you knew the world was round and you might just potentially fall off the edge of it. What a bummer that would be, huh? Man, I don't think I'd take that voyage. Right? No. No, I don't think that would be a really great idea. They're very, very brave. They are. We thank them for doing it. Thank you, brave souls. Thank you. So anyway, we should probably talk a little more about Chris's theory. Okay. And so they had the, the Royal Arch of of freemasonry was discussed correct and how like you you mentioned earlier that the the pillars mm-hmm. were leo at the top which is strength correct then they had libra is wisdom and aries was beauty correct and they formed an arch uh of the zodiac like that all everything else is in between those right yeah so it has to has to do with the way they're laid out in the sky and we talk about Virgo coming next. Yep, and they do a cool little animation of Virgo shooting out of the sky and laying over the swamp. That that wasn't Virgo, I don't think. Yeah, it was. I thought that was Spica. Spica. Hmm. Because at the end of that one, Virgo, he's saying is the womb, mm-hmm. which would be... Yeah, it's the main star of Virgo is mm-hmm. Spica. That's right. Okay, see, that's where I got lost. Apparently, I don't spend a whole lot of time with constellations. I should yeah, get on that. A little bit. 
a, a little bit, but okay. not enough to know a lot about it. I'm not. I'm not there either. I. I've had to study a lot of constellation stuff, but just not for this purpose. Not mm-hmm. like, not the actual looking up part. Mm-hmm. More of just trying to understand it on paper. That's right, and the that would land in the what southeast corner. Yes, and they or he Chris explained that the. The swamp was like the womb, right? Mm-hmm. Because if he can lay Virgo over the top of it, and Virgo is the the female, the only female constellation, then it would connect to other strong women in history like Mary, mother of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like Eve. Eve of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, so, th- you know, those were their examples. So, I don't know. Well, it's another idea of this back door. I've been uh, reading through Randall Sullivan's book, and yes. again, we heard him before talking about a back door. So if this really was a vault or a bank deposit, like has been speculated with other theorists, yeah, and there would have to be a back door, a a way that wasn't necessarily drilling down through the money pit well, to access I like, these things. Yeah, I like what Chris said about that because, you know, if if at one time Oak Island was basically two islands mm-hmm. and before they had filled in the middle part with the swamp and, you know, and if they did put a ship there or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they would have used whatever kind of the closest point to that area would be to, you know, make a direct connection to where the money pit is. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that they would, but it was, it makes sense that they could have. Exactly. And they're not, that is a lot of work to do all these additional diggings and the yeah. tunnel. Mm-hmm. They're going to make a direct line. I'm sure they were up against a time frame to get this all done. And if that's the most direct and easiest route, Mm-hmm. It makes sense. And like Randall Sullivan was also saying, he would expect that there would be a shaft or a back door that you could walk through just off of the shore or near. And that's what they're saying here. If this was two different islands. Yeah. Same idea. Randall Sullivan's was like something that used to not be below water, right? Mm hmm. That's. That's, That's his, what he had his, said on the show. Theories, yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I don't know. Uh I, I, I like Chris's theory. You know, I, I you know, sorry to um I don't remember the other guy's name, Travis something. Mm-hmm. Uh I wasn't so into that theory, you know, and them finding the big rocks. Mm-hmm. That was I mean, sure, maybe it's a thing, but I think there's kind of big rocks everywhere. And so they were gonna find them no matter where they went on the island. Mm-hmm. But I think I like this one a little bit better. And you know, I was I, I'm somewhat impressed, but I wasn't nearly as impressed as I think Doug was, huh? Doug was like, yeah. "Ooh, I like that." That's he said, "That's cool." <laughs> he did, yeah. He, I remember that. I'm thinking he was really intrigued by this whole situation. Yeah, so I mean, if you're gonna impress Doug, yeah, Mister Researcher himself, I think I'm imp- more impressed. Yeah, because. Uh, Doug is one of my heroes. He is one of your heroes. I think the he's 90- also a secret rep- weapon, right? He is, and he. Oh, I guess we could talk about his secret weapon. See, part, huh? see what good I did there? there. You like perfect. that segue? That was awesome. I'm getting pretty good at this. Yeah. So, man, Doug, man, he was like, 
you know, I, he's he's probably my MVP for the season. Sorry, Billy. Ooh. Shots fired. Man. Well, the 90-foot stone is such a big deal. We have not definitively proved this a 90-foot stone. I guarantee but you that Doug thinks it is. I didn't say he didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, it has been debated whether or not that stone that was in the book bindery was something just for promotion mm-hmm. or was what legit. or yeah. was legit. I do believe that that stone is the one that was displayed in the book bindery window. Yes. And he was able, through a whole lot of research, track it down. Now, whether or not that stone is indeed the 90-foot stone, we that's yet to be determined. And I yeah. don't know that we will ever definitively be able to determine that Unless another stone shows up. Oh, wait, there's a guy that peed on a rock somewhere. <laughs> it Tory. could be. That's right. Yeah, okay. Well, I totally buy that it's 100% the original 90-foot stone. Okay. You're not going to change my mind. That's fine. I don't have to change your mind. I think that is, and it's super exciting. I hope it is. I hope that there is something we can get off of that. I'm super impressed with Doug's persistence there. Man, being able, research is a huge part of the treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. And 100%. what I thought was really interesting, yes, Doug was, I, I loved having some background on Doug there. Actually, I really liked this drilling down or digging deeper, whatever. It was this additional <laughs> episode, I thought it was really awesome to get some of this background on the other people. For example, Paul Troutman. Yeah. That he, it never dawned on me, yes, there were so many people that worked here and all their things left with them. So there's this material Without sitting. Without records. Yeah. So there's material sitting in grandchildren's attics and all these different places into try to track that down and bring it back it's a job that is a job yeah and i'm glad he's on the job Mm -hmm. that's you know marty and rick were really impressed with both paul and doug joining the team and Mm -hmm. doing what they've done oh yeah it's a lot to take on yeah i mean paul is uh, i think they're both super valuable members of the team they're valuable in, in different those, ways. Yeah, too. in different ways. That's just that they have different sets, different goals of what they're doing and bringing. But I really like knowing more specifically what Paul was doing. Well, because it's a different set of research. Yeah, and it highlighted some of his background mm-hmm. and his ties to Oak Island are really, really deep. Mm-hmm. Man, that Deeper home video. Than, yeah. Right. Whoa. <laughs> Well, they showed that a long time ago. Yeah, I don't but, yeah. remember that. Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago. That was cool. It was super cool. Yeah, Paul. Paul's awesome. You know, I, I'm glad he's a part of the team, and he's got a lot to offer. I'm excited. I don't think the show ever really explained what he did. So, I, you know, like you, I'm glad that they did this bonus yes. episode. Because I, I knew that he was invo- heavily involved in a lot of the research and stuff, but he, I don't think he was like in the parts that where he was like researching with Zena Helpern, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't doing that kind of stuff, but what was it's he different. doing? But we, we knew that he was doing some stuff and I haven't really 
you know, searched him online to find articles that he's written or anything or whatever. I've seen a few Doug has written, mm-hmm. but you know, they they kind of live and breathe this stuff. The, I, yes, absolutely. And Paul's dad was on Oak Island many years or like many ar- moons <laughs> ago. Well, around the same time as when like. Uh, Dan Blankenship and all them like saw the he, he saw the same Reader's Digest is that mm-hmm. right? And so packed his bags, went to Oak Island, tried to find treasure. Man, Reader's Digest, they're really um, I feel like they should be a sponsor here on the show because it is kind of their fault for a lot of this. Good job, Reader's Digest. Good job, good job. Yeah, so yeah, the, it's good, good little background on those guys. It was fun. Okay, uh, we've already kind of gone through the theory from the war room. What else? What else we got? Plenty. What? There's oh, we, more. We haven't even talked about any Smith's Cove stuff. Oh, yet. I know Smith's Cove. Yes. Dick, 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 dick. Well, we had Larry. Who's <laughs> <was> Larry? <laughs> so who's Larry? Is that Larry? <laughs> 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 and Terry, everybody and confuses then, so, them anyway. So, so what, they're now <laughs> no, no. <laughs> their cel- their celebrity couple name is Larry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Larry oh, and no. Terry. They're twins. <laughs> no, they're more of twins. No, they're one person. Now. Okay. No, I thought I thought you were gonna go with uh, Laird is Larry. Terry is like Mo, and then Billy's Curly from uh, Three Stooges. <laughs> okay, I was not there. Oh, I was man. going celebrity yeah. couple names. Well, I don't you think know, they're Stooges like, at like all. Like Bradgelina or yeah, whatever. What? No, I I just like Terry. Yeah, well, I don't, know, I those don't follow guys. that kind of stuff. So yeah, because you're not hip to the groove. I'm uh, not. I mean. Neither am I really, but that being said, <laughs> well, it's funny because I have just making I, up characters. Well, well, I have Laird and Terry's names written right next to each other, so that might mm-hmm. have been part of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, anyway, Laird, Terry, Gary, and hey, Billy. Larry. Yep. They're joined by Rick. Larry. <laughs> they're joined by Rick. It's Miss Cove, right? Mm-hmm. And Terry gives like a little bit of a progress report. Yes. Thank you for the progress report. Yeah. Basically. Breaking news. D d d d d d d. Yeah, so no, no, he just tells him, you know, hey, we're still digging, right? Still digging, still looking for stuff. Rick shows up, yeah, well, and, and they well, find Gar- something. Gary chimes in too about saying, yeah, I haven't found anything lately, metal detecting over here. Yep, so no metal, no he, stuff. Yeah, well, Rick even says, like, well, what about the wash plane? You find anything over there? And they're like, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then like Billy starts. You crunching know, well he starts just like scooping something up and mm-hmm. all of a sudden hey rick you're the good luck charm we find something when you're around and gary if structures were treasure we'd be rich <laughs> that's a good quote that, that, was a, that was one of my favorite quotes yeah that was a good little nugget from him <laughs> a little nugget <laughs> a little golden nugget <laughs> yeah oh i'm so tired okay <laughs> so and they're digging dig 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 because we find a new structure and uh, Larry there. <laughs> Who's Larry? Well, Terry and Laird. <laughs> so they're working together yes. on this structure. They're working together. And it seems rather big. 
because they're trying to see how long it is. And Terry's like, oh, it just kind of keeps going. And Laird's trying to find the corner. And they do finally find a corner. We're finding the aqueducts, I think. (laughs) The time is now. You mean the flood tunnel? Or the aqueducts. Mm. Oh, they found a bunch of play stones, right? Play stones? That's what they had. With water? That's what they had called it, or I guess Clotworthy. That's what Sir did. Robert of Clotworthy called them. And so they, Robert Clotworthy speculated that this new structure could be connected to a potential flood tunnel. Correct. And maybe a picket fence. Yeah, and you know what I have next in my notes? Hmm. Billy continues digging. <laughs> That's right. Well, and it cracks me up because we talk about Billy's precision mm-hmm. and... Terry is digging. He goes, oh, hey, Billy, can you just push this little bit back so we can see? And he literally just takes this tiny little push back, you know, of dirt. He just, it's like he's almost shooing he just, it like, away. It dusts it off. I was like, man, that guy, very precise. No problem. And, oh, look, yep, there's the corner and the rest of everything. Yeah, and then, but then impressive. they found some, like, slats, and they're like, that looks like a picket fence. Yeah. You know? And Billy mentions that. It looks like it's on purpose, but what for? <laughs> well, Gary is like, I never expected to see that. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> what is that song? Ooh, How baby. bizarre. Ooh, baby. Making me crazy. Making, Making me, me crazy. crazy. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. I see your face. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> We're 90s kids. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. I love it. me some 90s music. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, okay, so this is something I didn't quite understand. Because then that picket fence thing or uh-huh. whatever, then all of a sudden they're like, is that another sh- shaft? Or what were they talking about a shaft? They were talking about the wall that had a corner that they were hmm. digging out and around. And that's what they were sure was a my, shaft. I have it the in my notes. The picket fence was just like a random, looks like the bottom of a boat or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. If structures were gold, we'd be rich. Yeah, well, Laird was like, just when you think, couldn't, or just when you thought things couldn't get any weirder, right? <laughs> no, we it, don't think that anymore. He started, He does talk about, hey, we need to start digging and like just make sure we take lots of photographs and mm-hmm. document it all because, you know, Mr. Archaeologist over there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you notice he was the only one using a trowel. <laughs> He's very comfortable with the trowel. It's the preferred tool. It is. I was using a trowel today to oh, plant yeah? uh, some flowers in the backyard. Yeah, you planted those stinky ones again. Ugh. The stinky flowers? Just kidding. I don't know. I, yeah. I was not paying attention whatsoever. <laughs> none of them have even bloomed yet. Yeah. They don't... St- you. They probably smell wonderful. My yeah, bad. I'm sure they do. And they look beautiful. Thank you. Me and my trout did an excellent job. And we'll put peas in this next week. I like peas. Yeah. I like green beans. So we got those yeah. too. Bleh. You're yuck. Keep your peas. Whatevs. Whatevs. Hey, you want to talk about Dan Hensky from the Secret yes. Weapons episode? I wish we would have heard more from Dan. Yeah, it's like almost like, okay, I know you don't watch professional wrestling. I grew up with it, right? Uh, yeah, so did I. My brother was a fan. So it's like almost 
there's professional wrestlers back in the day, like, uh, let me think, like Andre the Giant, right? Mm-hmm. So Andre the Giant didn't talk much. He just stood there. And, and was a giant. And was a giant. And he had Bobby the Brain Heenan as his manager. His manager did the talking for him. Okay. I think Rick is Dan Henske's manager. Okay. I can see that. And you know what? Yeah. Anybody who has ever worked with me or done anything team-related, and I've worked in a lot of team-related environments, has known, I will say, time and time again, it takes all types. Even the quiet ones? Yes. And the quiet ones, which often, their strength is not speaking, whether it be in front of the camera or to large groups, but if they can articulate that to those who are, and those who are able to do that will listen. It's you've you've got a nice happy marriage there. Yeah, it's super valuable. And you have to I tend to believe if you surround yourself with only with people that agree with you, then you're all going to always agree to do something mm-hmm. and then you're never going to try anything new or discover something different. That's why we're in the swamp. Because we don't always agree. And I feel like Dan is a silent secret weapon. There's so much information there. They talk about the fact that they engineered these different tools and digging systems because they had no money. They were on a shoestring budget. They had to do what they had to do. Yeah, I mean, this this is nitty-gritty work that they did. These, what were... What were their caissons made out of? Old uh, train cars. Train cars. Yeah. Whoa. Like tankers. I would have never thought. Hey, let let's just get some of those instead. That's a cheaper solution. Mm, they've they've said that in previous seasons. I well, I knew that. Oh, okay. And I had heard that before. I'm just saying, I tend to think I'm a fairly innovative, creative person, but I don't think I would have ever come up with something like that. But that Dan Hensky was part of that. That impressed me. Rick said that he was in awe of Dan's ingenuity. Yeah, like the whole partnership between Dan Blankenship's team, Mm -hmm. what he was able to do to help Dan. And Dan and Dan. Yeah. Tag team champs of the world. Bring it back to wrestling. And he stayed at the old rest hall cabin. And then they show us (laughs) a picture of it. I'm like, whoa, Dan. You're hardcore, man. Well, he was like a security too, right? Yes. He's he's a jack of all trades. He is. I, I don't know. That guy's got grit. I'm impressed with that. Yeah, well, I've always been a Dan Hensky fan. Well, of course. How can you not be someone with that much knowledge that's been around it for so long yeah. and is still there? Yeah, I don't know if it was like the first or second season, but they did a flashback to where they were going to try to find some coconut fiber, remember? Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. Well, it was, it was funny because Dan Hensky's like basically on demand. Oh, I know where that is. And he's went and they said he did some basic tr- trigonometry. Basic trigonometry, <laughs> a word you can't even say. Yeah. Dan goes, well, if I was standing here and then you see him like there's like strings and such. If this is here, then da, 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 da. Yeah. Dig right here. You'll find it. Boom. And there it was. Yeah trigonometry I, and i can find you some coconut fiber okay i'm impressed hey he's legit yeah dan if, the man if okay even if everything else was cool about him come on that's like super cool that was really impressive i think doug would say that's cool whoa 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 no that's bill and ted or um, that was ted 
you need to calm down over there. <laughs> People can say whoa without it being Bill and Ted related. <laughs> whoa. Oh, my bad. Okay. So anyway, yeah, Dan Hensky, champ. Champion. He's probably MVP for a few of those years in between, you know, the 60s and now. Yeah, I'd agree. Dan Hensky is a treasure of Oak Island. A Boom. real Bobby Dazzler. Boom. Top pocket find. Yeah, well, found. Dan Blankenship got lucky when he joined oh, the yeah. team. So. Seriously. Because he's dedicated. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we do need to finish up at Smith's Cove. We do have a little bit more about it. Correct. We had Charles, Billy, Terry, Laird all examining what they found with the potential flood tunnel system mm-hmm. or like the finger drains or whatever, right? Correct. Uh, they're checking around and then who shows up? Alex. Lagina. Yep. Yep. He He's like, hey guys. What's going on? I bet you guys are doing something cool. I bet I could... Uh, uh, jump in here and help you. Well, yeah. they kind of bring them all up to speed, right? Yeah, they do. So they tell them, you know, about the rocks they found that are kind of piled in there and speculate, hey, this could be something major important. So could be even at the beginning of the convergent point. Convergent point? Yes. We've never talked about the convergence point here, right? Once or twice or 10,000 <laughs> times. Okay. A lot. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, well, and then Rick shows up and he's just... Saying, hey, guys, do you think he's almost saying, hey, why are you standing around talking to Alex? Get back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Or he's thinking, why are you distracting him? Get out of here. Get a shovel. No, I I know that Alex always jumps in there, too, though. But Laird is explaining that if they continue back, it could become a significant feature. And then they're just going to slowly peel it back. And Rick's like, well, I guess you have to proceed. (laughs) Carry on. Carry on. You know, they can't do anything in... The money pit, so no. let's just do it. Yep. Billy, keep it up, man. Keep it up. Yeah, yeah. So the question is then, do they find the convergence point on the finale and just follow it back to the money pit? Or do the we in glory indeed... road you always talk yes, about? Yes, do we find the glory road? Or does the swamp hold all the secrets? Or does George Washington? What are we founding our country based off of all the money? Yeah, well, well, we'll get to that. Oh, That's on the man. next time on Kurt Spoke Island. But could it be? Could it be? So we do have, I guess this is kind of the final scene. Mm-hmm. They're back in the war room chatting with the... Dr. Colin <laughs> LaCro- LaCroix? I think it's LaRoque. Oh, LaRoque. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> LaCroix. I'm thinking of like the sparkly seltzer drink that mm. comes in a pretty bottle. That's like C-R-O-I-X. Yeah. There's no X in this guy's well, name, okay? I can see that. There is a Q, so <laughs> there I mean, is. So I was just going straight Lacroix. Okay? okay, I was committed. Yeah, well, he's the dendrochronologist. Yes, did I say that right? I yes. I hope so. It, it is as close as I would I, have. Well, got. I looked at my notes right before I started talking. And I was like, Ugh. like, what? how am I going to say that word? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I did the exact same thing. Yeah. Dendrochronologist. I think yes. that's how it said. All right. So, Dr. Colin LaCroix. You, you, <laughs> did LaCroix. That? Did I say that too? Yes, <laughs> <Dang> you did. <laughs> oh, I feel Look like we need to drink seltzer water now. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Okay, uh, Dr. Colin LaRoque. LaCroix. Okay. No, LaRoque. Oh, okay. From the University of Saskatchewan. They got him on the video conference. He's giving him some hard facts. Give him the facts of life from they the sa- samples. He said these are 99.99% accurate, he believes. Well, with what samples he's able to give them. Yes. 
Yeah, right? he wasn't able to determine everything yet because some of it is kind of deteriorated a bit much and he needs more time to study. Hey, that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. I think that was Billy's Wall. Billy's it's Wall? Because Billy's Wall, super duper mystery. Super. It can't, it can't it reveal had like, its It can't secrets. reveal its secrets just yet because yeah. it's had too many worms sticking through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. So Craig tells him, okay, get down to the point. Give it to me. Sample one. That is the two-inch horizontal wall. Yeah, it's, he said it was tamarack larch wood. Very common in local shipbuilding areas. Lots of wormholes. Like, Still examining. So those wormholes, do they like, if you travel through them, does it get, do you go to like a different uh, yeah. dimension? Yeah, you get to go to... a different to... side of the galaxy? The medieval period where the cross was made. Oh, so it's like a... It's a time... Yeah, it's a time portal? Portal. continuum. Nice. Uh, I, I don't even know what that is. Oh. That, that's fiction. What, the continuum? Yeah. That's not fiction. Okay, I, I'm not sure where I'm going here. Yeah, well, you've heard that on Back to the Future, okay? That's what oh, that's what Doc was always yes. talking. He's, he's warning Marty, don't mess with the space-time continuum. Yeah, gigawatts. <laughs> yes you're in the ballpark that's, yes okay so this fine. uh is gigawatts and Giga who gigawatts <laughs> gigawatts yeah well okay larry okay <laughs> so anyway that was billy's wall yes so they're still examining it too many wormholes yeah they got stuck in a wormhole <laughs> <laughs> so funny wow i sounded like a goat there you know what you sounded like to me <laughs> what fran jesher from the nanny just for like a <laughs> half a second, yeah. I I'm going goat. Okay. <laughs> All right. So item number seven. Yes. We didn't we didn't get item number two, three, four, five, or six. But no, let's hear about number seven. Not. Let's just jump straight to seven. Well, it was an important one. Apparently, it should have been up on the list then. So sample <laughs> seven was the slipway, the north arm on the east end. Yeah. Red spruce. Yes. And they feel very strong about the date. Of? 1771. That's a long time ago. What? What? That yeah. is quite a while ago. And as Paul says, that predates the money pit. It sure does. And Jack noted, it's an original feature, he yeah. thinks. He is super on board with finding, like, he's sure everything's original, I feel like. He, yeah. He, yes. He's always excited about everything. It's good. I, I like true. having Jack on he's, the team. He's a good cheerleader. Hey, why didn't we get Jack as a secret weapon? You're right. Well, Jack. I, I hope they're not trying to tell us something. Uh-oh. I think he is a secret weapon. Maybe he's so secret they can't tell us. Well, I guess he's kind of been there since the beginning, but so is Tony Sampson, right? But he's yeah, just not like, on every episode. Everybody's so. a secret weapon. Yeah. Meh. It's all about knowing more. I kind of want to know more about Craig. Yeah. Why I, didn't we get more on him? Because he's just been a partner, but since the beginning, he didn't. He's so? not like a special attraction like these other guys. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> no. Well, it's just like the same as Jack or Alex or even Peter. You know, they're like they've been there forever. <sighs> That's not the same. Hmm. You cannot compare Peter and Alex to Craig. Well, no. Craig funds the thing, or at least he he was yeah. a big part of funding well, it at the, at the start. Like Marty's partner, they're yeah. they're obviously a pair of very maybe they're smart the tag team champions of the world. Basically, that's all I got. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, off topic again. A little bit. That's fine. At least we're still talking about Oak Island. 
That's a thing. Yeah. Okay, sample eight and nine. Yes, from the U-shaped structure. Red spruce. Same as the slipway. What? Yeah. And they were really good samples, very well preserved. Yeah, you noted like our last week when they were cutting them, mm-hmm. even Rick said, wow, look at how preserved these are. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was Marty. I don't remember. Nope. One of the brothers. I think it was Marty. Yeah, and we they, were both like, wow, they're taking really big samples. Yeah. But I forgot, hey, they've also got to get off all the gross, partly eaten worm hold areas. Yeah, for sure. So that makes sense. Okay, so eight and nine U-shaped structure, red spruce with a date of? 1769. Mm. So possibly right around the same time as the slipway. And that's weird because I, I swear I've read somewhere before that they had done some dating on the wood of the U-shaped structure from like samples that Dan had pulled up like in the 70s. Exactly. And I thought they said it was like 1850s or something. I, this is much older. Yes. So. Yeah. I don't know. It, you got to compare some of this other data. And the problem is, as we know, good records weren't necessarily always kept. Yeah. I bet you Dan Blankenship kept really good records. I bet he did. But he was kind of the new the new breed of yeah, treasure yeah. hunter from a different era. Yes, because when people first started a long time ago, why why in the world would they keep records of something they were trying to keep hidden? You wouldn't. Exactly. You would make a treasure map the only you can understand. That's maybe so big that you couldn't possibly know unless you stepped back. To really take a look at it. Or just look up in the sky. Or that. You wouldn't know Nolan's Cross is a cross back in the 1700s. Mm-mm. You just wouldn't because you wouldn't be able to fathom that. Or you wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah. Or maybe you would. The right person probably would. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. All that had to be maintained It was the knowledge. Like my little uh, song and dance there. It's like it, we've become the Oak Island musical. Yeah. Sure. I feel like we could make that happen. Oak Island Musical? Oak Island the Musical, like the Broadway show. Hmm. I see Billy in a cat coming across the stage, and then I see a lot of Martys in polos (laughs) that are maroon in color. Lots of Martys? Lots of Martys, and many white pants, dying brown deaths. What? You know, because everybody like kills the white pants in these episodes. Yes, the khakis get very dirty. Yes, that's what I was saying. Thank you for making it less eloquent. I probably made it more. No, there's no way. So what would? So who's the lead character? Me. In uh, <laughs> in Oak Island the musical. Yeah. So we'll just sit there and narrate it, mm. and then we'll get some really great we, people. We'll, are you gonna sing? No. So you're the main character we'll of a like musical, but Channing you're not going to sing. Channing Tatum to do it or something. So who's who's Is he really a singer? who's big right now? He's like an actor. Okay, but what about a singer? Oh, uh, well, get, like, who cares? You get, just like get, dub over them. No, this is perfect. I got the perfect. I mean, this could be a whole a whole uh, special episode where we're <laughs> casting the Oak Island the movie or something. No, it's the musical. Well, it has to be a musical, okay, like the anyway, Sound of I, Music. Yeah. So I know who to cast. Okay. For Rick. Okay. It's Hugh Jackman. Ooh, that's pretty... Yeah, I like it. I Just, like it. Just, you know, it. he's got to get the uh, kind of... Got to grow a goatee and kind of dye doable. it white. He's a singer and he's an actor. 
Okay. He's perfect. But who do you put beside him as a Marty? That this is this is going to be a real challenge. Do we get like a rising star from somewhere? Huh. You have to get a, someone that can sing. Or at least lip sync very well. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is a fun exercise. Maybe we need to have a whole special, maybe like 20 minute off season podcast about casting them in musicals you, and movies and stuff like that. Okay? You know that if we tried to limit it to 20 minutes for something like this, it would take way longer, right? Probably. Okay. So it could be fun though. It could be. Okay. Let's could stop it? talking. Yeah, it could. It, it could. could. Could it be? Could yes. it be? Okay. So wicker, wicker. anybody that's listening, <laughs> if you want to hear something like that, if reach out to us. made it this far into yeah, the episode. No, just reach out to us and let us know you want to hear something like us cast a movie or, you know, cast uh, movie stars and singers or whatever to be in Oak Island the musical or Oak Island the movie or whatever. It should definitely be a musical. You know what they should do? They should make it into like a cartoon. Like Saturday a morning cartoon? cartoon. Oh, that'd be sweet. No, people watch cartoons on YouTube now. They don't watch them on Saturday mornings yeah, like Saturday we did. Saturday morning like cartoons an, were so great back in the day. They were great, but that's you need to evolve. That's not the way it flows anymore, man. man. Yo, we got things like DVR because we don't have to watch commercials now. Yeah. I love Saturday morning cartoons. That was a yeah, big deal. Yeah, I can deal tell my you house. still love them because yeah. you seem really obsessed. Well, <laughs> you're like, man, I haven't watched them I in really like probably 20 Saturday. some years. No, but I bet you every Saturday morning you're actually watching them behind my back. Hmm. You got me. <laughs> I got you. Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Maybe some Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes were great. Sure. I don't know. What was your. Okay, we're getting down. A, yeah, this a weird is sidebar. way, way. This is a rabbit hole. This is a wormhole. <laughs> okay, okay, so we've already talked about sample eight and nine, and then we don't get any more samples, which is sad. That's fine. But I do like that he points out people didn't just cut down trees unless they were planning to use them for a reason. Exactly. It's a lot of work to do. So mm -hmm. you want, there's no reason to just bring down trees unless you're clearing space to build something you're probably mm -hmm. using those trees to build it back then correct amundo yeah it's cool it's really good it so. was pretty uh, rad pretty awesome and if you will when he said it was, he thought it was 99.999 percent you know accurate to that date the uh, i'm talking about dr laroque right you mean dr Lacroix? no Leave him alone. What if he's listening to the podcast and you're messing up his name on nobody purpose? listens to our podcast there's okay, a good there, chance he would listen. There's not a great chance, but maybe a good. Yeah. But maybe he likes LaCroix. Anybody ever okay, ask him? Okay, let's stop. Just stop. It's fine. All right. So anyway, Rick, or sorry, Marty was like, you know, that makes me really excited to hear because we never get 99.999% on anything. <laughs> That's true. So he I was, he was stoked. Yeah. Stoked. And Marty is like, I think we found the first conclusive proof that not everything we found is searcher. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> you know, because right. I think it was Rick was saying like, well, do you believe now? He he turns, Rick turns <laughs> to Marty and Craig are like, so what do you guys think now? Hmm. He's like, and they're both looking at the table. That and wasn't Rick, gloating in at all, was no, it? No, it was hilarious. But Rick's like, who are you talking to me? Yeah, you. Oh my gosh. It was the best brother razzing. Yeah. Right there. That was that was so great. He got owned. Oh, he totally did. Yeah, that was good. Well, he 
my question is, he came in like 70% sure something weird happened on Oak Island. That was this season. That was this season. He was less than 70% before that. I know. I'm talking about this season, opening scene. Gotcha. So do we get them driving away saying he's 99.9% sure? It's probably 99.999. You might be pushing it. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, well, Marty just finished the episode by saying that uh, this is the biggest thing to happen since they had started this quest. So yeah. He, and he, he was like, I was about to tell Rick we should just turn the island over to the archaeologist and the psychiatrist, you know? <laughs> right. Get out of here. You know, uh, this is this making is us crazy. crazy. Yeah. Making us, uh, we are crazy. Well, he's like, at the 11th hour, you mm -hmm. know, we find something that was 20 to 25 years before the discovery of the money pit, something crazy, crazy going on in, you know, Smith's Cove and on Oak Island. Mm -hmm. Got to be investigated. Got to be. You know, one other thing about uh, Dr. LaRoque, he was like, well, it gives you uh, an answer, but I bet it gives you a lot more questions, too. <laughs> Duh. That's typical Oak Island. Typical Oak Island. Typical Oak Island. Yeah, so that was, that was cool. Um, but before we move on to next week on... We should talk about one of the other members that was in the war room that was on the Maddie Blake special, Charles Barkhouse. Charles! And they talked a lot about how he is basically in charge, like the lead tour guide on yes. Oak Island, and that they do a lot of, or, you know, he's just, was it him that they called a font of knowledge? I think it was. Yeah. I'm not sure, but. I hear he's a cool guy. Yeah. You think he's sneaky. No, I joke around about that because Good. everybody's like, oh, sneaky, sneaky. I I hadn't heard that until this year. Obviously, I wasn't up to snuff on my uh, Charles conspiracies. I bet you Charles, he's been around the island a long time. His whole life. He grew up in the Chester Basin, they said, which, exactly. you know, Chester is like right across the... Yeah, that's where the historical uh, society is. I don't even think if you went over the hill and through the woods, you'd pass it. You know, it's like it's much closer than that. <laughs> On your way to grandmother's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he knows a lot about Oak Island. He, I love that he leads the tours. I would like to go on a tour to meet someone that awesome. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to, or maybe you can too, try to reach out to see if there's a way that we can like get like a half hour interview with him or something this, be this cool. off season because mm -hmm. he would be one he's on my bucket list for people i'd like to talk to oh, about man Oak that would be so awesome yeah for sure so but you know it may be the off season for us but they're getting ready to go on back season? out there no, no. it's kind of crazy if you think about that yeah within they're the next packing their months. bags mm -hmm. whoa Yep, then they won't have time to talk to us <laughs> at that point. <laughs> That's so sad. But at least, you know, if they talk to us before they get going, then it's not like they would have to think about what they could or could not share because mm -hmm. it'd all be out there. So I think that should happen. guess we better get to work. Yeah, you know, I'm going to change the topic just a little bit. Not much. I want to talk about this Maddie Blake special overall. Mm -hmm. So what what are the odds next season that... We get another Maddie Blake special with, you know, they're going to call it some other kind of secret weapon. Mm -hmm. But then we get Laird. We get Terry. You know, we get the other guys, you know, maybe even Peter Fernetti. And I think it was fairly well received Jack. overall that they may do something like yeah. that. I'd love to have some more background on those guys. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you're missing. You know, I think some people, are, the, the, the people that do complain about it, they're like, 
uh, they had to use an episode for this. Well, no, they they could have like just not done any drilling downs, and the mm-hmm. whole season would have been over like three or four weeks ago, and then you know you wouldn't have anything to look forward to or watch right now anyway. And they'd still be just as tired. <laughs> Basically, true. Yeah, so I don't know. I I I, I like these uh, little specials. They're fun. The ghost one was eh, but the rest of them have been really good for the most part. I, I know Maddie. This was my favorite. I know Maddie's it. really into the ghost stuff, so mm-hmm. Maddie, sorry, I'm not super into it, but I like the the pirate one. I like this one. You know, they're they're fun. Yeah, I like the pirate one. That was fun. Yeah. So two more things about the Maddie Blake special that I had written down uh, before we wrap it up, as far as like wrap it up. Yeah. Well, we had Tony and Gary to get tag teaming in the boat. Tag team back again. Yeah, well, what did they do in the boat? They put down the... ROV? Yes, but I wanted to call it something different. The uh, aquatic? Uh, uh, I know what you really wanted to call it. Little Buzzy. (laughs) Little Buzz. (laughs) That's right. Little Buzz. Yeah, well, it's funny. The guy that owns it, his name's Ken Deborer, Uh right? And so... He calls it Little Buzz, but then Maddie calls it Little Buzzy. <laughs> That's right. He's like, yeah, Little Buzz. <laughs> yeah. He totally corrected him. It was amazing. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But the clarity, wow. Yeah, it looked really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bet Tony's itching to Get de- down dive there. down there and check that stuff out. But they were really looking for where wharfs would have been extended off the island and things that may have fallen off those wharfs or the wharfs themselves that just kind of deteriorate and get lost into the mm-hmm. ocean, right? Because if they had, if it was broken up into all these different pieces of property, like they had mentioned, the there would have been several wars for people to access. Basically on every lot, right? Uh, or most ba- likely. Like, maybe not all, each and every one, but yeah. It would be highly likely, unless, you know, they were building something together with yeah. their neighbor, or they own multiple lots, something like that. There was because no there was no causeway. No way to get on and off island with a vehicle or horse-drawn carriage or whatever. Getting on and off the boats, that's where you're going to drop stuff. It was interesting. They saw definitely some squares and some triangles, some wharf-like items. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's exciting. There's you know, so much I guess more to explore I don't, I don't here. Think, I don't think they're going to get to that this season. No. There's... Too much to unpack. There's but, definitely another season coming. So, so this 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 uh, exercise was like Gary and Tony's brainchild, right? It was. It was them teaming up, working together for. Gary knows what to look for in one section, mm-hmm. and Tony knows what to look for in the other, and they put their knowledge together. And again, takes all types to make m- a team. Maybe they're the tag team champs. so are you saying they should pair up for the amazing race instead of jack and gary no i think it should be jack and gary should be jack and gary they they're good complimentary uh, pieces to each other yeah you guys should tweet at us this week about who you think would make the best amazing race team from oak island pairs like either jack and gary or how about like alex and peter That'd be a good team, huh? Maybe I don't. I don't know who Alex and uh, his dad. Uh, see, I I don't know what's gonna make the right pair. You gotta Rick have and Marty some opposites. Well, Rick and Marty, that's an opposite for you. Yeah, that's a good opposite. Mm. Yeah, someone has to compliment somebody else's weakness. 
Yeah, and but Terry and Laird, Larry, would work <laughs> great together. That would be a great team. That would be very... I think that would be a very good team. Yeah. Billy doesn't even need a partner. He could just win. <laughs> no. Billy and the to, cat. You have to have a partner. Who would be Billy's partner? Let's 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 think about this for a minute. Ooh. Who would be the best partner for Billy? Samuel Ball. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that won't work. No, it won't work. Billy... You know who I think would be best with Billy? Hmm. Alex the Giant from Eagle Canada. Ooh, that's a good call. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just see them working magic together. Like, Ooh. they would, uh, I don't know. I think they'd be a good team. See, I'm seeing a dodge, like a set of, like, you're at recess. There's, everybody's picking for their dodgeball team. And Billy's definitely picked first. Like everybody's <laughs> He's a team arguing. captain. What are you talking about? That's true. But I feel like the, everybody's arguing over who gets Billy this time. And you have to like trade two people for mm, okay. one. Yeah. You know, like a little. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Who do you pair with Billy? Well, it could how about, be Alex. How about anybody that's listening? Why don't you tweet at us who you think would be a good pair of the Amazing Race Oak Island edition? And that could be a fun little thing. Just use yeah. a hash. Let's make up a hashtag for it. Let's let's put. Mm, see, I'm gonna dwell on this. Yes, we should make up a hashtag for it, but I'm leading towards Charles. Oh, for what? For Billy? Yeah. Really? Opposites. Hmm. I would have thought. So who? Like Doug and Paul are a team. Yeah, but they're so much alike. They are so much alike, but sometimes but alike is pro- good too. Well, they probably wouldn't even have to talk. Like they yeah, know they what each other's other. thinking. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's some magic to be made with this. Oh, yes. So, yeah. So what's the hashtag they should use if they want to tell us their Amazing Race team? Hashtag Billy's team. No. (laughs) There's already hashtag Team Billy out there. That's true. So it's just like hashtag Oak Island. Yeah, sure. That's that's fine. Hashtag Amazing Oak. There you go. Use that and we'll find it on Twitter. Maybe we'll read some of them on the next episode. Yes. And, you know, we can... See what the dream, the actual dream team for Oak Who Island. Who the real be. dream team is? Heck yeah, woo, man, woo. that's even that's even better than tag team champs, right? The dream team, <laughs> dream team. Yeah, okay. so that was fun. We should, because this episode's long, it, get into our clot worthy moments. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. We didn't talk about next time on. Oh, and one crikey. other thing, one other thing about the Maddie Blake special. Mm-hmm. Maddie Blake confirmed season seven, and I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure everybody already knew there was going to be a next season, mm-hmm. but. He confirmed it. He was like, I'll come back out for next season. And they're like, yep, we'll see you then or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't think they're going to be like, no, it's over. Of course they're going to have another season. Yeah. So anyway, that was just like a little thing that they said at the end. When you had to he make was sure talking. to get that in there. Yeah. When he was, t- well, he was talking to Rick and Marty, you know, like mm-hmm. alone or whatever. And he's, yeah, we love, we like, we love our team. You have a great team, dude. Yeah. Kumbaya Dudes. and Fellowship of the Dig or whatever. Yeah. So next time on The Curse of Oak Island. Season finale. Dun dun dun. So if this is the penultimate episode, is that just like the ultimate episode? I think <laughs> it's called the season finale. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? I thought you conversed with a bunch of really intellectual people. So you know what the almost uh, last babe, is, babe, but you don't know what the babe, last is. Babe, I'm messing with you. Let's go. Okay. See, he's just trying to cover his tracks. Okay. They're running out of time. I'm running out of time. <laughs> we see Dan. Yeah. That's Dan evidence. Yeah. And he looks happy. And that look, makes me happy. That was, that's uh, bring, brought a smile to my face, too. 
But um, we have a couple new theorists. Yeah, and they're talking about how the Oak Island treasure could have been something that was, I guess, found and used for the Revolutionary War in the United States, right? Which is what it interesting because like. then they're like, ooh, Civil War gold. And well, Revolutionary War, different I, wars. I understand, but I think they're trying to tie something into American history here with, because you know he's going to drive off the island, drive straight to Michigan like last year, right? <laughs> well, probably. No, definitely. Yeah, you know, one on one of the Oak Island Facebook groups that we follow, mm-hmm. somebody had said, I think the. It says it's going to be a two-hour season finale, mm-hmm. but they said that was what happened last year. Was but it? instead of it actually being two-hour season finale, it was a one-hour season finale with the curse of Civil War gold blowing right in, and it was tricking people to watch it. Rude. Yeah, but I don't recall that. Me either. So I don't know. Maybe our memory is bad. I think we've both admitted we have bad memories. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Before we uh, discuss anything else, since I brought up Facebook groups, mm-hmm. There's a couple of Facebook groups out there that aren't allowing us to post that our newest episodes are released anymore. I know. It's sad. It's a real bummer. Like, we want to try to get the word out about the podcast to as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, those are like some of the biggest platforms to reach as many people as possible. There's, I think, what is it, like three million some people watch The Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. And... That's a lot. We And I wish we had a way to get the word out to everybody, all three million, that we exist. And if even like 1% was like, oh, we'll give that a try. That's a lot of people listening to us. But some of these groups on, on Facebook have more than 40,000, 50,000 people. And I think that's our best chance to connect. Yeah, at least show, hey, we have something to offer. We like we've always said, we never claim to be experts or anything, no. but we just like to try to have fun with the show and enjoy it with everybody else. So, yeah, it's just it's a little disappointing. So, well, they have know. a lot on their plate. I know they've had a lot of it's a lot of things to monitor in the group, and yeah. maybe. Well, they they think that it's uh, we're just doing like kind of a self promotion, which we kind of are a little well, bit, but it's yeah, I guess more of we just we're doing something for the community. We're not here to get rich or anything. We're not here to make any money. <laughs> no, you know, like we're just doing it because it's a fun thing to do, and we you know love Oak Island and and the show and yeah, all the and above ev- and everybody else. Anybody that would potentially listen to us is probably the same. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a little disappointing. Maybe a few of our listeners can say, "Hey." to them i think i think you guys should let them post stuff what happens if we have some cool interviews with some you know members of the oak island team like we're hoping to do during the off season and do they not want their people to be able to listen to those i don't know yeah. they'll just hope they find us on a different platform and yeah. you know few, it's they, not like we they, run the group yeah so. there's a few bigger groups that allow us to still post stuff so we appreciate that yeah like we said we're not making money or anything off this we're hoping to Maybe someday. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Sure, but we're not. So no, we're <laughs> we're just doing we're... it as fun. If okay. we ever did make money off this, we've talked about it before. If we ever did make money, it would just be to like fund treasure hunting adventures to go yes. on and be podcast about those in the future too. That would be so awesome. Love to do that. Yeah, it's just a thought we've had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, the Revolutionary War. Back to the next time on Oak Island, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, they talk about the Revolutionary War. How, one theorist was talking about the 
the Rochefoucauds. Sure. Uh, sharing the truth about Oak Island. Oh, sorry. That's the same theory. <laughs> With the founding fathers of America, and that's what yeah. they... Yeah. Sorry. I was reading my notes backwards. That seems highly unproductive. Well, what the heck did you do? You talked about Dan Blankenship saying, I mean, that's evidence, and that's the last thing that happened on that. So you're reading Mine's from the very bottom. The top. Mm. Well, you took notes in the wrong order then. Well, you know what? What? I went through a wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, Rick finds another wall, apparently. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> and uh, we do hear a holy shamoli from Gary. And that's basically the end of my notes from that because it wasn't very much to go on. That's good. Yeah. I think they're fun, probably... Fun. Uh, that was a lot to unpack. Yeah. Well, we kind of had Ooh. two weeks to catch up on. I know. I feel bad. Hey, everybody that's stuck in there and listened to this whole thing, thank you. Yes, thank you. And let's get to the clot-worthy moments. Let's do it. All right. Uh, last week, well, or two weeks? It was It was a the week? last episode with Robert Clotworthy. Yes. Okay. So the last one that we had voted on. I guess that was two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the winner is with 73% of the vote. Wow. Yeah, it's it's kind of a landslide, right? Mm-hmm. It was... A non-ferrous signal indicating the presence of a precious metal, such as silver or even gold. <laughs> that's interesting that that's the one that won. Or even gold. Or even gold. A non-ferrous signal? Yeah, that was the, that was the champ. So, and everybody that voted for that, thank you. And awesome, huh? Yes. Are you ready to hear the ones for this week? I sure am. I hope they're as good. That was a good one. It was good. Let's I liked see, it. Let's see what we got this time. All right, let's hear it. Placed stones. Placed stones. Okay. I know, it's very short. Very short. Not my favorite, but... Nothing's it, your favorite. It doesn't matter what I like. It's what... Yeah, it's what they it's like. What the listeners like. You're the one that wanted it not always to be a landslide, and then you get disappointed when they're even. That's all I have you to say about You that. can't ever make me happy, I guess. Nope, as long as we're clear about that. When was the last time you made me happy? Never! <laughs> Jeez, love you too, butthead. I love you three. Uh-huh. Okay, here's a second one. Okay. Piled up boulders with water flowing through them. It's the Battle of the Boulders. Dun, 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 I Stacked guess. rocks or boulders with water flowing through them. Hmm. Yeah, good choices. Well, no, because you just said you didn't even like the first one. Well, So don't say that they're good choices. You're fibbing. I'm trying to make you happy, okay? But I can't, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> because apparently, when was the last time I made you happy? Never! <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I know what one I'm leaning towards. But I, prob- course... I probably know what one I'm leaning towards. <laughs> I'm leaning towards. Well, those are fun. And everybody that wants to participate should go to our Facebook page and vote for the Clotworthy Moment. You should. And how can they get there? They can find us on Facebook at Oak Island Podcast. Boom. Boom. You can also vote on Twitter. And you would just have to look us up on Twitter at Oak Island Pod, right? Correct. Did I do it right? You did it. I'm really It proud. only took like, what, 20-some episodes, right? Oh, that's it. But, guys, you'll, you've got to get a kick out of this. So the other day he asked me, he was posting something and mentioned posting it to your page 
or your wall. Yeah, I said wall. Yeah, on the wall. Yeah, Doug, not the page. Um, it, it's still called the the wall, right? And I'm like, the wall? What are you talking? That's MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. You don't post on people's wall. I was, well, do we have a MySpace page for Oak Island Podcast? No. <laughs> no, we don't. No. Oops. This is not glittering backgrounds and... I remember that time you made my background look all nice and pretty back in the day. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And it was like sparkly with San Francisco Giants stuff Uh on it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. It was cool. You say I have a bad memory, but I remember. (laughs) I remember the important things, okay? Yeah. We met on MySpace, for those of you that don't know. So that's why he's he knows these things. We did. We met on MySpace. (laughs) little background on us well back in back in the day or at least how myspace worked at the time when you log on it shows like a a, like a list of people that had recently logged on to facebook facebook on nearby roughly yeah that are in your neighborhood or not neighborhood Mm -hmm. but like geographically not very far away Mm -hmm. and i saw your picture and i was like oh well she's pretty cute (laughs) and so i click on it and i was like oh we have some things in common Mm -hmm. and so i sent you a message yeah and here we are today. Boom. My mom didn't know that that's how we met until yeah. after we were married. Yep. And I told her we met through a friend of a friend. What she yeah. didn't know is that friend was MySpace Tom. Yeah, it was Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. He was my friend. Was he your friend? <laughs> he was my Boom. friend, too. You weren't lying. What up, MySpace Tom? <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. And then you met me in a parking lot at midnight alone. Yeah, in Portland. Yeah, scary. Yeah, that was really stupid. I was really glad you weren't axe murderer. Or I'm something. glad too. Yeah, because that would have been terribly unfortunate. <laughs> I would not have lived. Well, I'm glad you met me instead of some someone that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not my brightest move. Yeah, and then we went out a late night dinner. I hadn't had anything to eat, yeah, and, and I then, watched you eat. Yeah, and you watched me eat. I was like, "Aren't you gonna have anything?" I was nope. not. It was really <laughs> weird. It, well, I'm really not sure how we ended up here. <laughs> you know, I, I bet you can remember what you're wearing. Oh, yes. I don't remember clearly. what I was wearing. Yeah. Was I wearing a Napoleon Dynamite shirt? <laughs> or was that the second date? That was the second date, right? Your shirt, yeah. <laughs> oh, there are so many horrible... We'll have to do just an aside episode of how we met, the weird stories along the way. We just gave them the gist. Yeah, we gave them... Barely any cliff notes, but yeah. it's entertaining to say the least. We have entertaining lives, okay? Uh, yeah. Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment here. So anyway, clotworthy moments, please vote. <laughs> please a, vote. That was a real roundabout way of getting to that. Oh, okay, man. so we did that. Okay, we did that. How about reviews? Okay, yes, go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so the first one is not actually a review. Okay. But it's a comment from one of our YouTube listeners. Oh, fabulous. Okay? Yeah, this is short and sweet. It's really good. So this is from Agnes Brooks. So hi, Agnes, and thank you. It says, this show was your best. A real Bobby Dazzler. So I think that was last oh, episode. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Thank you. Yeah, so thanks. That's That was awesome. And this one, <clears throat> I think this might be my favorite review of the year. Oh, wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. And I I somehow missed it because this, or you know what? Okay. I'm realizing something else right now. Okay. You've already read this? No, no, I haven't read it yet. So listen to this. Okay. And then I'll tell you. I really love this podcast. I was glad to find a podcast as interested in the show as I am. My favorite part of the show is Dustin. 
He is the funny one. Sorry, Deidre. <laughs> he is. Love the show. I hope they continue with a podcast for other armchair treasure hunts. No wonder okay. it's your favorite. And secondly, <laughs> did you write that? I did not. Mm-hmm. This, is, this, this is from Chuck Christman. And, but there's one caveat. You paid him. No. Oh. This was posted on April 1st. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure what to take seriously here. (laughs) I'm hoping he like, like. I don't care. I don't care. It's tarnished. Chuck, (laughs) even if you were trying to be nice to Dustin, I am sorry. It doesn't matter. This officially doesn't count. He is no longer the funny one. That was an April Fool's joke. Yes. Drop the mic. This is my favorite review of the year. April Fool's. Dustin's not the funny one. Bam. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. That was good. Oh. Well, Chuck, if it was not, if it was intended to be a joke or not, it was great. Yeah, thank you. I, even <laughs> if you didn't intend it to, but I'm sure you did because you wrote it on April Fools, and I yeah. would hate to think that Dustin's the funny one. Oh my gosh, because that would mean you have the same sense of humor <laughs> as him. And I, you know, I bet you Chuck likes Weird Al. Oh man, he probably does. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Well, it, unless he was joking. Unless he was joking, then he's on my side. Yeah, then he probably likes Michael Bublé or something. <laughs> But maybe he likes both. I don't know. Hey, maybe that just means he likes Nighting's music. Maybe. No, because he thinks you're the funny one. Hey, you know what? Maybe. I don't know. I just. Maybe that means he has a wife like mine. Like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Like me. Like Like mine. Apparently, I have a wife. Hey, you know what? In this relationship, I definitely think I'm the funniest. Like, I'm actually the funniest person on the planet to myself. Yeah, I I know you think you're the funniest person oh, yeah. you know, but you don't know many people either. <laughs> only and, intellectual people. And you only intellectual people. And you've already said you don't have any friends, just ones <laughs> on the internet, so they don't actually count. Okay, I think they do count. You're get, only when you want them to. You're the one that said they don't count. <laughs> you're like in this rabbit hole, this wormhole that's just like. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Oh, anyway, man. that was it from that was a Facebook review that I hadn't seen oh. and I should have seen it man, because that was uh, perfect. We had we have read reviews since then, so I'm sorry I missed that earlier, Chuck. But man, either way, either great way, review. That was fun. That that was excellent timing. <laughs> yeah. And so we have one more review. It's a Apple iTunes review. Okay. And this is from History Sun, or maybe it's Histories On. I'm not sure. But anyway, hmm. it says. Great time, like hanging with friends. Always enjoyed the podcast. I'm happy to hear I can also check it out on YouTube. I usually listen while running, and I remember stuff from the TV show I had missed while watching it live. Excellent listen. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, History Sun, or I I think it is History Sun. History's on. The S is capitalized, so. Okay, well then why would you even say it could be the other one? (laughs) My bad. (laughs) I think it's History Sun. (laughs) History Sun, you're awesome. Thanks. We really appreciate comments like that. Well, and I'm sorry that he can't get your name right. I'm not reading this or else I would just say it correctly. And you know what? And I I am terrible at pronouncing things. Terrible. If we get, this is uh, another aside. <laughs> we 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 do that a lot of that. Yeah, that's Deidre, why this episode's so long. Deidre and I want to go on the Amazing Race ourselves someday. Mm-hmm. 
I would be terrible at like trying to pronounce oh things in different languages. Oh my gosh. Oh, that would be so embarrassing because I'm not good at it either. Yeah, but I'm way worse. Well, I don't. You could give it a go. Yeah, you are really bad. I mean, I'm he terrible. calls quesadillas quesadillas. That's a joke. That's a Napoleon Dynamite See, thing. See, but here's the thing. He says it's a joke, but I truly believe <laughs> because I've never heard him say quesadilla. Quesadilla. Wow. Sucker. <laughs> sucker. Did you hear that? He just called me sucker. <laughs> and it is recorded for everybody to hear. I could edit it out. No, you could edit it this time. That's cool. Hey, anyway, yes. Um uh, Another fun fact, I'm actually fun trying fact. out for Survivor next month. That's Boom. true. Or uh, I guess it's June 1st, so. But I'm going to try out for Survivor. And I'm going to tell them, hey, if you don't like me for Survivor, my wife and I, we'd be good on The Amazing Race. And they'd be like, well, we like your wife, but not you. Would <laughs> then, you be interested in? <laughs> and then they'll just take you on Survivor? Oh, yeah. Or they'll be like, do you have someone else you can run the race with? And then you'd be like, Billy! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <gasps> yes. Maybe you're the perfect Billy. teammate for Billy. Oh my gosh. That's it. You're my, I'm the perfect I'm looking, teammate. I'm looking for at you Billy. right now and it's like your mind is really blown. <laughs> I might be his number one. No, someone else is his number one fan, I'm sure. But I'm definitely a big fan. Yeah. Well, duh. Like at least, you know, top three. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that's fun, and um, we should probably yeah. wrap this. Wait, darn one thing more, up. one more thing. Hmm. We need some more reviews. There's probably some that I haven't got to, but I don't know where to look for them. Like, there's this. Are e- they missing? Well, no, I get an email from uh, like my podcast reviews or something, but they sent me an email a couple of days ago that said, "Hey, Apple's changing something, and we can't send you all your reviews." And I don't have iTunes, and it, you know, I could look up some, but like especially international ones, I have no idea how to look those up. So if you have left us an international review, maybe, and you haven't heard it on the podcast, uh, like take a screenshot of it or something and like send it to me on Instant Messenger. Or is it Instant? No. Instant Messenger? <laughs> Sorry. On... <laughs> maybe you could also post it on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, Instant you're messed up, man. Mess- Stop. You're the one Be that nice. started this. Be nice to Insta- me. Okay, so if you think it's he's the funny one, it's because he doesn't he because he says things like instant messenger and the wall and he doesn't realize they're not things anymore oh my gosh do you also okay, have I didn't an say, aol email <laughs> i was about to say i didn't say aol it's a messenger but that's hey <laughs> that's, that, still that's what it is right <laughs> that would be a i m yeah Whew. yes so i'm sure people still like okay Whatever. No, no, people don't still use instant <laughs> messenger they also don't use chat rooms they use aol though Yes. That's fine. But it's like a paid for service for email. Mm-hmm. It's not AOL chat rooms. Okay. I get or it. you've got mail. I, I get it. Okay. My okay, bad. Okay. So let us know about the wall when you get a minute. <sighs> no, I'm just saying if you have an international review, you haven't heard us read on the podcast, mm-hmm. please take a screenshot of it and send it to me on like Facebook Messenger mm. or email it to us at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com or something like that. You can also send him all of those sample AOL CDs that you get in the mail. <laughs> oh, wait. He would love to have those. That was like 
they haven't mailed one of those out in like 20 years. Come on. I know, but someone somewhere probably has a stack of them that they'd love to send you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, but you probably would think they would still send them out. You're stuck in 25 years ago. Yeah, but obviously you don't know any of my comebacks. <laughs> yeah, they're so much better coming best. out of your mouth than out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, I think this was a great episode. You always think it's our best episode, well, and I'm telling you it's not, because right now we're pushing two hours, good. and I'm telling you that our poor listeners would like us to stop. Nah, I think they want more. At this point, we're an audiobook. <laughs> we are no longer a podcast. We have crossed over to oh, audiobook territory. On. I listen to three-hour podcasts all the time. Because you have no friends? No. Or because all your friends are on the internet? Okay, like when I'm doing chores and stuff around the house, I listen to you a podcast. You do three hours of chores at one time. No. I listen <laughs> to them ch- in chunks. How long does it take you to get through a three-hour podcast? I then? listen to them at night, too, okay? Uh-huh. Like before I go to bed, I listen to like an hour or so of podcast. Okay. So we're going to sit here and debate podcasts yeah. on a audiobook. No, on a podcast. On a podcast that could be the length of an audiobook. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. So if you want to get a hold of us, you could always post to our wall over there on Facebook. You can. At Oak Island Pod. You can also find us on Instagram. Wait, I said Oak Island Pod. At Oak Island Podcast. That's the Facebook. On Instagram, it is at Oak Island Podcast. On Twitter, we are at Oak Island Pod. Uh, You can email us. At oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. I already said that. Mm-hmm. Hey. If you want to find us on the YouTube, Google it. <laughs> because until we get 100 subscribers, we're, I think we're... We're, we're like 82, I think. 100 subscribers, we don't get to have like a custom URL. We're just apparently not cool enough. Yeah, I don't think they would look for YouTube, like Oak Island on YouTube via Google. I think they would go to YouTube and type in Oak Island. That is true because it is the second largest search engine. It is. Yes, so do that. And hey, subscribe on YouTube. Even if you're not going to listen to us that way, just help us out so we can get our yeah, so custom we can URL. Not say it's ABC49629. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Please don't it is. type that in because I don't know what it is. Yeah, and one more way you can get a hold of us. You can. We do have our phone line that That's... we haven't been talking about. It's probably because we haven't got a call yet and we've only talked about it once. Anyway, we got you... text once. Did we? What did it say? It asked if it could be a. I don't have it in front of me. If this could be the, our phone number, and I was like, "Yes, it could be." <laughs> okay. And I sent back an emoji. Oh, yeah, well, I fun. did it. Yeah, good. Anyway, you can reach us on our phone line, which is just a—it's a recording. So you know, you just hear the beep and you start talking, and you can say whatever you want. That just, is how voicemail works. I, I hope you are nice. You don't have to be nice. If it's mean toward Deidre, that's cool. Yeah, or just mean kidding. towards Dustin, that's cool too. <laughs> All right, so that's three six zero. 836-4549. One more time. 360-836-4549. Give us a call. There is a voicemail. Yes. About a podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See what I did that? We really should set up our voicemail like that. We probably should. That'd be rad. It would be. Well, until next time. Could it be...
If structures were treasure, we'd be rich. <laughs>